Welcome back to part two of our organization mini-series. Last episode, I broke down how I stay organized every week, the tools that I use, the methods that I use to actually plan out my week, to prepare myself to focus and make sure that I stay productive and don't get sidetracked or distracted or forget what it is that's going on in my business. Um, Super, super great episode. If you haven't listened to that yet, go back to the previous episode and listen to that first. It's going to set up the foundation for everything I'm going to talk about in today's episode, which is all about what you should be doing every week to actually move the needle in your business. What is it that I actually do to earn money, to serve my clients, to grow my audience? All of those things. So I'm going to just walk you through the different categories of work that I do, the types of tasks that I'm actually doing in each of those categories, what that actually looks like. Because sometimes, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I look at other people's businesses and it's going really well. And I'm just like, what do you actually do each week? What does that look like? What steps are you actually taking? What are the things that you sit down and do at your desk? So <laughs> I'm going to share all of that with you today. It's going to be a really great episode. So hopefully this gives you some ideas, some inspiration for um, how you could set up your week to be successful. So let's jump in to today's episode. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. Okay, one quick little disclaimer before we jump into this. I am telling you all of this information not because I want you to copy it necessarily, but just to get an idea, to get some insight and see what inspires you from this and what makes sense to you. Your business is different from mine, so you may not copy all of this exactly the way that I do it. It may not make sense for you. We're going to be on different platforms. We're serving different audiences. Um, You may be a service provider. You may have a product. Um, we have different business styles, right? Even our personalities are going to be different. So just as a heads up, like if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that seems stupid or oh, I don't really want to do that. That's okay. I'm not telling you you have to copy this, right? This is just to give you an idea of what a work week could look like. Um, and this whole subject, in case you didn't hear in that first episode, go back and listen if you have not yet listened to the first episode in our mini-series. That's episode 66, just the one before this. Um, This series came from a question um, that one of my students in my Firm Foundation program asked me. That's my program for establishing solid marketing roots so that you can share your offers, that you can sell everything that's going on in your business. You can connect with people and grow your business and feel confident in the way that you're running everything and that it makes sense to you and it's aligned to the gift that God has given you. So if that in any way, if that kind of support is um, interesting to you, if that sounds like something that would really help you move forward and to take those next steps in your business, then you can go to sarahbeisel.com slash firm foundation and get 
more information about this program, what it involves, and um, you can decide for yourself if that's something that would be good for you. So you are invited into that program if that feels like a good move for you. So my student just joined um, this program a few weeks ago and was asking all the questions. I love it when people just jump straight in and start asking all of the questions because that's how you learn. You ask every question that you can think of and you just soak in the information. And the question that I got was, how do you organize your week? I'm so lost. I'm so confused. I don't know what I need to do. I don't know how to organize it. And so this is answering, what do I need to do <laughs> in my business each week? So my business, when I was looking at everything that I do, and I've done this pretty recently, actually documenting every single task that needs done in my business, which is kind of a painful process if I'm honest, but it is so, so helpful. It's so necessary. So if you have not gone through that where you literally just take a document and write out every single thing that needs done or every single thing that you would like to do, that's where I would suggest that you start. Um, now, if you don't know what those tasks should be, if you're brand new or super early in your days, and you're really just not sure what all of those day-to-day -day tasks or week-to-week -week tasks should be, um, here's a little bit of an insight. So my work, when I looked at it all, can be broken down into three categories. I noticed that it fell under to-dos, tasks, and projects. So I'm going to take you through what each of these actually mean. So to-dos are basically random or small things that need done. I personally view to-dos as like once-off things, things that are not repeated on a regular basis. So for example, register for this masterclass that I saw or email this person back, book a call with XYZ person, review this piece of work that needs reviewed. Those kinds of little things, um, just things that are like I say, not things that you're doing regularly. They're not recurring. They're not happening frequently. They're just something random that crops up that needs dealt with. So that's a to-do. I personally set aside one work block per week to deal with the little to-dos like this. Now, if you listened to the last episode, you'll remember my work blocks get broken down into hour and a half to two hour long chunks. Some weeks I don't need that much time and that's great. That's more time for me to go create some content or maybe just take a little bit of time off and go watch an episode of TV or take a shower or take a nice bath, something like that. Um, but most of the time I have enough to-dos that it's going to take me an hour and a half at least to get through them all. So I set aside one of my work blocks per week to do this. I would try and get all of your to-dos in done in under two hours. Um, I mentioned Chelsea Joe last episode. She has a really, really great philosophy on to-dos. I'm not going to spoil all of her secrets. You need to go listen to her podcast, Systemize Your Life, go to her website, and she will teach you all the things about this. Um, but my whole philosophy is now based on her philosophy because I think it's fantastic. So your to-dos really should not take you more than an hour or two to do each week. If they are, <laughs> there's some other things that you need to look at in your business. So most of your to-dos can actually be tasks, and that's why your to-dos should not take very long. So that's the second category of work are tasks. So these are 
repeated things that I do on a weekly or monthly basis in my business. So some examples from my personal business setup. My tasks are budgeting, coaching calls, content creation, podcast recording, events, monitoring my student community, engaging in my free community, posting in other Facebook groups, personal development. As an example, I think there are probably a few other things in there, but that covers the majority of my tasks in my business. So these are things that I'm doing almost every single week. Some of these things, like budgeting, for example, um, does not happen every single week. Events and personal development do not happen every single week, although I try and do personal development very often. I try and have podcasts that I'm listening to or audiobooks that I listen to either every day or at least multiple times a week. Um, But when I note, note down personal development, to me that's like a program or a course that I've invested in where I will try and make it a weekly thing or a monthly thing to really just have dedicated time to learn some new skills. Because I am a very firm believer that you should constantly be seeking to grow and improve yourself as a business owner. It is one of your primary responsibilities to continually learn and grow so that you don't stay stagnant and you can continue to share that new knowledge with your audience and bring them up with you on that journey. But anyway, I could talk for an entire podcast episode about that. I'm not going to I'm not going to go into that right now. So, tasks. Back on topic. <laughs> um I use MeisterTask to detail out how frequently these tasks need to happen. So I mentioned MeisterTask in the last episode. This is a task and project management software. Phenomenal. Highly recommend that you use it. There'll be a link in the show notes that you can go just check it out for yourself. They have a free plan. Um, I love their paid version. It's super, super affordable. It's like, I don't know what I'm paying. It's like under $10 a month. It's not a lot at all. And for what I'm getting out of it, it's worth far more than $10 a month. I swear. There is, it's amazing. Like, go check it out for yourself and have a little explore and see um, what you think about it. But it's it's really aesthetically very beautiful, which makes it very easy to navigate. It's very user-friendly and it's so helpful for staying organized and creating these tasks, these buckets, workflows, all of those things. So I plan out um, like at a high level what each what what happens in each of these tasks and when like or how often they need to happen so for example like I say budgeting is something that I do once a month um coaching calls is something that I do every other week content creation is something I do every week podcast recording is something I do I aim to do every other week sometimes I do it every week depending on how much time I have those kinds of things so I plan out how often it's going to happen like engaging in my Facebook groups is a daily task for me so I note down how frequently do I want this to happen and then inside the cards that I create in MeisterTask, I also detail out every single thing that is required under those under that task category. So as an example, um, I have a task that is create thread posts. So thread posts, if you don't know, are basically just a post in a Facebook group that encourages the members of the group to leave a comment or make a post in the group. 
So you're setting a theme or a question, those kinds of things. So they're really important for engagement in your group and to just bring people together. So I have a task every month where I have to create my thread posts. And so under that task, there are subtasks such as create thread posts for my student community, create thread posts for my free Facebook group, create um, weekly freebie promotion posts, create the um, new student welcome posts, create my rooted in community post. That is a giveaway that I basically do every single month in my free group where someone wins coaching for being engaged. So every month I have to create the post that says congratulations to XYZ because she won and um, then create a post that says, hey, <laughs> do you want to be our next winner? So there's a lot of subtasks that go into creating thread posts and that together creates a task that will take me like I say, between one and two hours to do. Because all of my work blocks, I aim to take roughly an hour and a half to get done. So I bundle small tasks together in groups that make sense so that I have one, one and a half hours. What, what can I get done? And I can get all my thread posts done for the month in one and a half hours. So it's a monthly task for me. So that's kind of how I break things down. For you, to do this in your business, it's going to take a little bit of trial and error. Like I say, the first step is you have to go document everything that you're doing because you cannot plan out your week if you don't actually know all of the little things that you're going to do. So figure out what those categories are, your content creation, your podcast recording, if you do a podcast. It could be it could be reels, it could be YouTube videos, could be blogs, Pinterest, whatever, you know, whatever platforms you're showing up on. Write them all down and then once you've done that, you're going to go into each task and write out what are all the small subtasks that create this whole task. So content creation could be, you know, create three posts every week, create the graphics for the post, create the captions for the post, um, create or choose the hashtags for the post, you know, whatever, whatever all those small subtasks are. Schedule the post. Every single thing that needs done in order to accomplish the task, write it down because it's really helpful to have that all documented out. I then also plan out at a high level when when these tasks will happen throughout the month. So for example, I always do my budgeting at the end of the month as a prep for or like like right at the very end of the month or the very beginning of next month depending on like when the calendar days fall. Um I try and do my podcast recording on weeks 1 and 3. I do my to-dos every single Monday for example. So you want to just pick out and plan when you're going to get all of these tasks done according to the frequency that you have decided that it needs to happen. Then the third aspect of the task management is I use my paper planner, my Horatio planner, to choose my focus for each day or each work block. So I, when I'm planning out my time blocks for the week, I will write down to-dos on Monday, podcast recording on Tuesday, coaching call on Friday, whatever it is, so that I know when those focuses are happening. Content creation, um, my project time. I always have a project block every single week to make sure that I'm doing the projects, which I'm about to talk about. <clears throat> so I use my paper planner to just organize that all so that I know on Monday, this is the work task that I'm going to be doing. Um, you can use whatever paper planner you like. I love the Horatio ones because um, I think the layout is really helpful. They're also bigger than most planners. Like most planners are like an A5 size. I don't know what size, like what dimensions this is, but it's 
bigger than A5, but it's not a full A4. It's like the perfect, perfect planner size. Like I don't know how she came up with the size, but it is so good. There's so much space to write down everything. I love this planner. I will not stop raving about how much I love these planners. If you have never picked out a Horatio planner, go to Horatio Printing and just have a little look and just see. They're beautiful. They have scriptures in them every single week. Um, there's a scripture verse and a focus for the week, which I just love. Like the one for this week, um, just for fun, is, is 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, which says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I love just having that scripture there. Every single week, there's something different for me to keep at the front of my mind as I go throughout the week. Um, I can come back to it every day and just reflect on it. So it's really beautiful to have like a Christian planner. <laughs> what a fun bonus. What a great discovery. Um, if you would like to get one of these planners, um, it's like the middle of the year. So you're I, I would recommend just waiting until her planners for 2024 come out in like the end of the summer or the fall time. Um, but she's got Bible studies and everything on there too. And you can use code Sarah15 to get yourself 15% off of a purchase, which is a fantastic deal. Who doesn't want a discount? So go investigate her ratio printing. I think they're just fabulous. Okay, back on track again. I got distracted. I really need to not sit with this planner next to me because I just look at it and it's so pretty and I get so distracted. Okay, the third the third category of work that I have in my week are projects. So we've got to do, so those are the teeny random little things. We've got tasks, those are like the regular things that I do on a week-to-week, month-to-month basis. And then projects. These are bigger things or like once-off things in my business that have lots of pieces to them. So for example, Recording the content for my program has been a huge project that I've been going through right now where I've been creating tons and tons of training videos to create a course to accompany my coaching. Um, so other projects that I have been working on personally recently have been updating all of the landing pages for my free resources um, because I switched platforms and so all of those landing pages needed to be updated. Um, I have another project to review and update my welcome sequence. It has been, I have had it the same for probably over a year and it does well I really like a lot of aspects about it but it really needs refreshed I need to get some I have some new ideas of things that I want to implement just based on some things I've been learning about copywriting and I'm excited to put those skills into practice and put some new things in my welcome sequence so that's a project so these are things that are not going to get done in an hour these are things that are going to take multiple hours maybe multiple weeks to accomplish So I set aside, personally, at least one work block each week, sometimes two work blocks for project time, so that whatever focus I have um, for my projects, I know that every single week I'm making progress towards completing that project. Because one of the things that you don't want to let happen is like forgetting about these projects, right? Oh, I'll just get to that next month. I'll get to it next quarter. I'll get to it next year. It never comes. It never, never comes. So you want to make sure that you have time every single week to chip away at those projects so you can make sure that you are um, making progress towards them and you're actually updating your website. You're setting up the blog. You're 
creating that sales sequence. You're going to develop the training video, whatever it is that you want to do. You're going to create the course. You need to get these things done because those are really important things in your business that you can't forget and you don't want to let slide because you're so caught up in the day-to-day things. So I always set aside one project, uh, one work block, sometimes two if if I have the ability to um, for getting these projects done. So that was a lot of information. That was a lot of detail, but that is basically how I break down my work week and all of the things that I do to actually grow this business, to move the needle, because this system here, having the difference between to-dos, tasks, and projects, means that I'm not neglecting any one area of my business. I'm not letting the to-dos pile up, and I'm not forgetting to respond to all the emails and book the calls and appointments and things. I know what tasks need to get done on a regular basis, and I make sure that there's time every week for all of those things to happen. And then I prioritize project time every single week to make sure that those bigger long-term focuses, the CEO tasks, some people would call them, actually get done because otherwise you would just put them aside and they would never happen. So I hope this has given you some inspiration for how you could think about setting up your work week. Like I say, you're not going to take every single thing that I have here, but just the idea of breaking it down into into to-dos, tasks, and categories I do recommend that you do that and figure out what each of those things will look like for your business, what those tasks need to be, what projects do you want to work on, what are the to-dos that you need to get done. Keep track of all of those things. And this is going to help you stay more organized, make sure that you're staying productive and actually start making progress (laughs) in your business. So I hope that these two episodes have been super helpful for you. If you have questions that you want me to answer, come to sarahbeisel.com slash podcast. Um, There's an option there to leave me a little voice message with any questions that you have. I would love to hear from you and um, see what things you would like me to teach you. So I will see you there and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.